Welcome to Empowering Chats with Susan Burrell. This is where I help strong, capable women excavate the inner garbage in their life so they can become more confident and have more clarity on who they are and how they really want to be in the world. We have rich, juicy conversations about, yeah, you guessed it, empowerment, but also about radiating your brilliance and loving yourself more than you ever have in your life. And who doesn't want that? So join me now for another empowering chat. So this month, we're talking about acceptance as part of the light leader theme of 2021. And acceptance, that, that the definition of that is an act of taking or receiving something offered. The act of assenting or believing. Now that's interesting, isn't it? Taking or receiving something that's offered and or the act of assenting or believing. And I chose acceptance for this month because it is, that is how you have to show up when you're on a spiritual journey. It's actually kind of a thin line in between the ego and the spirit to find that place of acceptance, of being willing to receive what's being offered to you. And if any of you have been doing any of your own inner work and listening to your own intuition, I know you know that sometimes when you're listening to intuition, when you're listening to that small voice within you, stuff shows up and you're like, huh, why are you telling me this? That happened to me last year when in meditation, I heard very clearly that my mission this lifetime is to activate the light, is to activate light leaders, hence the whole theme this year. And I thought, are you nuts? Why would anybody want to do that? And yet that's what I've been doing. I had to accept it was being offered to me and I had to accept it. I, I had to be open to receive that and then receive more information, more intuitive knowledge, if you will, and believe it. And so I think you're going to find that some of the people that are in this month's podcasts are all about accepting and believing and living their life from that place of source inspired life, right? Where there's more joy and more happiness and more opulence, more exquisite expansion than just living a mundane life trying to get by. So acceptance. Ask yourself this month, am I ready? Can I accept what's being offered to me? And sometimes it's not always the most nice thing, right? But can I accept what's being offered? Can I give my assent? Can I believe that it is okay for me to receive this? Receiving more love, receiving a pay raise, receiving a brand new job that's going to make you happier than anything else. Receiving a new partner who is the love of your life. Why not? Acceptance. Think about it. And here's our show for today. So today I'm excited. I'm always excited when I get to interview amazing, creative, fabulous, intelligent people. But today I'm very excited because this is a topic that is very near and dear to my heart. And I'm, I'm going to be discussing uh, 
some things that may resonate with you may not, and that's okay. Just listen to the end of this uh, show. Um, I'm talking with a woman who is uh, educated and informed and continues to be, and she has a degree in behavioral science, as well as, uh, what else is there? There's something else. Community health. Community health. Okay, I want to welcome Angela Pearson. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. So, so Angela's book, everybody, it, I believe is probably a must-have and a must-give to other people, um, especially children. It's called "I Am Not Contagious," and when I saw this, uh, I was like, "Huh." in the middle of uh, the pandemic, which mm -hmm. in California, we've just opened our doors again and everybody's demasking and you get to see people, their whole face. It's just amazing. But th so this caught me, Angela, because the content that you wrote about, and it's about people, parents, children who are choosing not to be vaccinated. And I'm not just talking about the COVID vaccine. I'm talking about from the beginning of life. Mm -hmm. and, and like I shared with you, Angela, this uh, is close to my heart because my son who's now 27, we chose not to vaccinate him. And there were lots of loopholes at the hospital, lots of, you know, we, my ex-husband and I had to advocate at minute by minute because uh, if, if he got taken to the nursery where they could weigh him and do all what, what they, what they need to do, there was an op, there would have been an opportunity for something to be put into that little undeveloped immune system. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about not getting vaccinated and that we're not contagious if we choose not to. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, so I wrote I'm Not Contagious, and I wrote that because um, back in 2019, um, New York was the fifth state to remove religious exemption. And like you, I too have an older son who's now 24. He'll be 25 in September. Um, he was partially vaccinated. So because he was, um, because he had an adverse reaction to um, one of his vaccines, that is what led me down my holistic journey. So because of that, um, my daughter, who is going to be 20 this year, and my youngest son, who just turned eight, both of them have never received any vaccinations. So all three of my children, they've always gone to school with a religious exemption. And that was our loophole. Right. So uh, I just got to say, my son went to elementary school uh, and I used that. I pulled that out because the religious, you know, I wasn't religious, but it was my way to affirm my parental rights for my child. Right. Because, you know, there's here in New York and just like California, there's no philosophical belief. So it's either going to be religious or it's going to be medical. Right. Um, and, and so we went with um, religious because it's extremely hard to get a medical exemption. Um, even though I brought 
um, you know, records of my son's autoimmune disease. Um, I tried getting a medical exemption for my youngest son, especially when um, Governor Andrew Cuomo removed religious exemption back in 2019, because I was pulling out all the stops. I was really trying to get him to stay in school because I was working outside the home. And I'm fortunate enough um, that I have a man that's actually capable of, um, you know, picking up and, and paying all the bills so that I could, you know, leave my job so I can homeschool my son. And that's exactly what I did. The unfortunate thing is that a lot of families didn't have this, you know, they maybe they're single moms and, and they didn't have that extra financial support. They either left New York um, or they went ahead and had their children vaccinated and then tried to detox them afterwards. Oh, God. So, so explain to everybody why you had to leave your job and start homeschooling, because there is a bigger arc about this that other people around the country may not are not aware of what was happening in New York at that time. Yeah, so um, I think it was back in 2018 It's when we had um, the measles outbreak in New York City. So it kind of like um, created that whole scarcity um, because um, something happened within the unvaccinated population. It was actually someone who left the state. They actually left the country, came back, infected um, the unvaccinated population. Um, and that is what kind of led this whole you know, purpose of removing religious exemption in 2019. Um, so because my son was going to school on a religious exemption, um, he was allowed to go to public and private school, but because that was pulled, he was no longer allowed to attend school. So I had no other alternative. I, I even called Montessori schools. I called- oh, wow you know, even like trying to find someone who can tutor him here at home. I couldn't find anyone. No one would accept him. Um, like I said, not even a Montessori school because they were under the same umbrella as um, your private and your, your public schools are. Um, so they had to abide by the New York state laws as well. So, you know, my son had 14 days to say goodbye to his friends. And he knew that he wasn't going to be able to um, go to school and, and finish the first grade there at his school because I did warn him and I did give him the choice to go to school or not to go to school. But because my son loves school and he loves the socialization, um, he's been going to toddler, he went to toddler school, preschool, kindergarten, and then now the first grade. So he said, mommy, I wanna go to school I know I can't finish, but I want to go. And I said, okay, but you're only going to have 14 days. You understand that you only have 14 days. And he goes, I know, I know. And um, he had all these questions, you know, he didn't understand why he couldn't go to school. He knew that he didn't get shots. He knew that was one of the reasons, but he was only six years old at the time. And Although I talk to him about asking questions, I don't get into the science behind the vaccines and their ingredients. Um, I don't. I don't think he's at that level quite yet, um, especially at six years old. So, you know, the way he was seeing things was a lot different than how I was seeing things. Here, you have this six-year-old beautiful little boy who's innocent who has no idea. All he knows is that he can't go to school with his friends and his friends get to go to school and he can't be with his friends. 
and he feels ostracized and he feels like there's something wrong with him. And, you know, every time you turn on the TV, whether it's CNN or whether it's your local news, whether it's the, the, the ladies at the view um, are the, they're the worst. And then you have like the, you know, Jimmy Kimball, you know, you, you, you turn on anything and they're slamming um, parents who choose not to vaccinate their children. They, they tell the public that, you know, we are disgusting. We don't deserve our children. Um, we, uh, it's, you know, and when your children are listening to that, right, mm-hmm. um, and you, you turn the TV off as soon as you can, because I don't like watching the news. I'm, I'm, I don't like watching constant negative things. Um, I try to li- listen to, to positive things, but sometimes you have to turn on the news. And I know my son's father likes watching the news and sometimes CNN, <laughs> which that's, that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> Um, but you know, my son would have these questions and, um, he didn't understand why people were being so mean to people or to parents rather who chose the holistic approach to vaccinations. Um, but you know, so you have to sit him down and I validated his feelings. Yes. It's not about my feelings. It's about his feelings. And I think that when you're able to sit your children down and you're able to, or anyone for that matter, you know what I mean? Everyone's entitled to feel the way they want to feel about something. And it's important that we validate that, um, you know, because otherwise they, they tend to shut off. Um, And then if you suppress, you know, their feelings, then they may not feel like they can ever talk about their feelings. And then yes, they can- and that's so important. In the world. That is so important at that young age to be able to say what you feel so that you can really figure out what you feel, right? Mm-hmm. And learn and learn that your voice matters, that you, know, you, you do have a say in your life. And it starts at a very, very early age. So, um, so this idea, if, I gotta tell you, everybody, it, it just pisses me off. Uh, and, and I have a very beautiful, colorful range of uh, expletives that I run around stamping my feet about. And I've been doing it through this entire uh, lockdown because, uh, well, and also here's the thing, Angela, it's hard to find the truth now you've you it sounds like you had a harder time than when i my son went into public school in california and i used the you know against my religious belief thing cuz i want him to get an education and i remember signing him up for kindergarten and i i i left the office and i said you know i we didn't vaccinate the whole religious thing and the woman that was signing me in chased me out into the parking lot Mm -hmm. i swear chased me out into the parking lot and said what is wrong with you she was yelling at me you are you're going to kill all our children because you didn't vaccinate your son and i'm like well well wait a minute wow (laughs) is your child vaccinated absolutely my child's vaccinated i said then that's good because the only person who's at risk here is my son because right. I didn't vaccinate, not your kid. Your kid's fine. Your kid's safe. And that's the truth right now, everybody. Yeah. If you choose I, to get vaccinated because of COVID, 
then that's your choice. And I have no problem with that. But please do not ostracize the other people that are choosing how to take care of their own body. Right. And I think, you know, when it's the same with, we know they call people like you and I anti-vaxxers. And it's, it's a very derogatory terminology and it's very negative terminology when they, when they, you know, point their fingers and they call us an anti-vaxxer. And a lot of times, you know, you know, people like you and I, especially like in my situation, like with my son, like I, he had an adverse reaction. My oldest son had an adverse reaction to a vaccine. He was hospitalized for three days. Oh my God. He had, I was fever. Scared. He had um, diarrhea. He was vomiting and, um, yeah, he was hospitalized for three days right after his vaccination. So, you know, this kind of led me down my holistic journey. And I started recently, what is in these vaccines? Like we, we're not asked, we're not taught this in school. I think that so much is like left out of school, especially like when it comes to health and science, our bodies right, is the temple of God, whether, you, whether you're religious or you're not religious, it is still your temple, it is still a temple, it is still something that needs to be protected. And it is something that as a person and as a human, you need to know how to operate, right? Yes. right. We spend so much time researching how, you know, the type of vehicle to buy, or the right bag to per, you know to purchase or maybe the right area the, the, the right neighborhood to live in or the right school we want our children to go to but where's all that energy where's all that you know that 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 purpose of of like finding out like how the body actually works and like maybe researching the things um before you put them into your body before you put them into your children's body you know and then we're kind of you know on mainstream media, they make us look like we're the bad guy because we're asking the questions or we want to know, Hey, wait a second. We just want to know what we're putting into our children's body. Exactly. How is that a bad thing? Exactly. You know? they, yeah. I think that people get confused and it, certainly when there's fear, right. And like we've seen in the last year and a half, the, the fear was so rampant that everybody's People that are choosing to get vaccinated, the vaccines are not FDA approved. They're not. And everybody go, people will take drugs, okay, pharmaceuticals, because they're FDA approved, right? And that that means that they trust the they trust the government, they trust the FDA to say, okay, it's good to go. It's good for humans, right? But the the current vaccine that's going around, all of them have not been FDA approved. They haven't even, some of them haven't even gone through a full trial to really see what the consequences of it are. And, and I'm not telling people not to get vaccinated. If you If you're feeling like that is gonna make you feel good and safe in your world, then go mm -hmm. for it. But the, those of us, that choose not to, we also do the research. It's, doesn't it seem like Angela, that they, that a lot of those people that are anti-vaxxers, so to speak, have an assumption that we haven't done our homework. Right. Yeah. And, and, right. and, and probably we've done more homework than they have. It's true. And, you know, and then the other thing is, is that you have, and then those are the people who say, well, we've got to listen to science. You know, they, they always want to throw out, oh, they don't believe in science. No, that's why we feel and believe the way we do, because we do trust the science. We are listening to the science. 
there are two sides of the science and only one side of the science is being played out on the mainstream media. And if anyone goes against that narrative, they're going to get punished and then they're going to get humiliated mm -hmm. and shunned in the, the medical community. So you have scientists, you have doctors, and you have virologists who are coming out. They've stated that there are even childhood vaccinations that really aren't needed. And then you have this, you know, the other scientists, virologists and um, doctors who are now coming out talking about how dangerous COVID is or the, um, the, the gene therapy injection, how dangerous that really is because there's no data on this whatsoever. And like you stated, it has not been approved by the FDA. You know, we have um, what, three of them over here and then there's, um, there's one over in Europe and, and, all four of them have not been approved by the FDA. And then you have Moderna who just came out with their ingredients, which by the way, one of their ingredients is, um, it's, it's, it's under SM-102 and that's classified. So no one really knows what's inside it. But oh all we do know is that if you go to the safety data sheet, under classifications, you'll see that um, SM-102 um, causes cancer, um, fatal in contact with skin. It also says that it's suspected of damaging fertility or um, the unborn child, causes damage to central nervous system, the kidneys, liver, and the respiratory system. And it also states here um, that it's very toxic to aquatic life with long lasting effects. Now, I'm sorry, but this is not something that I wanna put into my child. And this is not something that I wanna put into myself. And I definitely don't want to be a part of this experiment because that is exactly what this is. This is an experiment. And who knows what's gonna happen five years from now, 10 years oh from now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm fortunate. My, um, all my doctors, when they asked me, uh, I finally said, look, I'm gonna wait a year. I wanna see what the fallout is. I wanna see, you know, and, and they go, they back off. They're like, okay, that's all right. Okay. I get it because now, uh, so Angela, then in, in moving forward. Okay. Wait, wait, I, I, okay. The other thing, just today I was talking with somebody cause I knew I was going to have you on the show and she and I are like-minded about vaccines and everything. And, um, like, like she hadn't vaccinated her children. And then her older daughter wanted to do an exchange program in Russia and she had to have a particular vaccine. They discussed it. The daughter was old enough to make the choice. I think she was over 18. And um, this woman shared with me that when she had the vaccine, her personality changed. It she said it was, I've never seen anything like it. It, it, it eventually resolved itself, but you know, so, you say in your book, it's not a one size fits all that there's some vaccines will affect people not adversely. They're fine with it, but other vaccines they, they do. And it's an individual, our body chemistry, nobody, no two people's body chemistries, even if it's your children or your parents are the same. And then we have all the other external environmental things that are happening that amp our stress. And, you know, so that our chemistry is unique and individual. 
Yeah. yeah we're, we're definitely all very unique. And that is why I do say, and a lot of people feel, and I'm sure you do, that's probably why you didn't vaccinate your son because there is no one size fits all. And we're seeing that with the COVID um, injections, right? We're seeing that. And um, I think this is kind of a good thing that some of this is happening because I think this is opening the eyes, um, opening the eyes of so many people. I hope so. Starting to understand why mothers like you and I choose to opt out of the CDC vaccine um, scheduled program. And you, when you look at autoimmune diseases, there's a spike. There's a huge spike in autoimmune diseases. There's 50 million people in America, just in America alone, 50 million Americans who are affected by autoimmune diseases. And you look at the rise um, of children getting cancer. Why is this happening? Why, why are so many children getting cancer? Or, you know, or getting on, or, or being called HGH. H, what are those alphabet letters? You know, Angela, HDH, whatever, QRST, yeah. and or on a spectrum of Asperger's. When my son was in, in uh, kindergarten for a second, there were several children that uh, whose parents wanted them to be folded into the general community who were on those scales. Right. And all of them had been vaccinated. And in fact, one mother, her, her daughter was fine until she was three active, intelligent, and then she got one of the vaccines and completely is, is off the charts, yeah. HHD and I think ADD and ADHD yeah, and, yeah. Um, and, and, and a little autistic now. Right. And it wasn't that way. And the, the parents, they became big advocates for really not vaccinating at a young age until, yeah. at least until their immune system is built enough. There's so much, there's so many learning disabilities today. There's so many um, children who are being affected by with cancer. And, 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 and I really would love to see um, a study on this. I want to see, I want, I want to, you know, a survey or documentation of all the children, all the young children who have cancer, how many of them are vaccinated and how many of them are not. You know, because you look at the chemicals that they're putting into our vaccines and I'm also pro-life too. And so people are like, oh, you're pro-life and that's why you don't. There's so much more as to why I don't and why I opt out of um, the vaccine scheduled program. But yeah, I mean, like when I found out that the MMR was cultured in um, aborted fetal tissue and when you, it's funny because when you get the insert, like it's just MRC-5. And no one's going to know what MR-C5 is, just like when you go to the Moderna ingredients, you see SM-102. So it's like, so what is it? You know, so you have to dig a little bit further. But a lot of us, we're just like, okay, well, if the doctor's telling us that this is what's best for our children, then I'm just going to follow along and I'm just going to do it. I know because I was one of those parents. I did the same thing. I listened. I thought that they knew best because we're brainwashed. We're taught that if you didn't go to medical school, shut your face, listen to the doctors because they have the education and you don't. And we're being told that again today. Oh, so you're, so are you telling me you're a doctor? And then I tell them I'm, that I'm not a doctor. Well, then why are you, why, why, why should I even have a say in this? Because I am a mother, I know how to read, I know how to comprehend, I know how to, to receive and accept information, and 
I owe it to my children to do what's best for them. You know, so th this is why, and, and it's irritating when people think that you have to be a doctor, that you can only be a doctor to understand what's going on. And something else I, I just have to point out to everybody, and if you, if you are uh, curious like Angela is and investigate and research, <laughs> I'm saying it out loud. Uh, a majority of the medical schools in this country are funded by big pharma. They're funded by pharmaceutical companies. And are, so the doctors are taught that if you have an ailment, uh, you go in and you complain about this stomach thing. Oh, here's the magic pill for that. Here's the other pill for that. Here's the, and, it's, and it never gets to the root cause of what's causing your stomach ache right? It never gets down to that because the doctors, and I am not dissing doctors. Some of my best friends are doctors, exactly. but, but, it, but to really be, uh, if you're the consumer, right? If you're the client, the patient, um, you know, it's, it, it would behoove you to really investigate uh, who was actually funding the medical school that your doctor went to. You know, and I see so many doctors that they, it, it, like you're saying, Angela, they think it's science. They think it's, but it's. <laughs> you know, and, and that's how I feel about education too. You know, I feel like, you know, I have a, a, a bachelor's degree in behavioral science and community health. I went to college. I studied anatomy and physiology. I studied pathology. I studied microbiology. I went through all those courses, but what, what I'm going to say about education right now is that anyone is educated. I don't care what your degree is. Uh -huh. I don't care how many years you went to school. Your education means nothing if your education was indoctrinated. Oh, thank you. You said that word. Thank yes. you. Indoctrination, everybody, is very similar to getting a vaccine without having a say. Exactly. I mean, if you're only, and that's what's happening right now, and that's why you're only hearing one side of science. Mm -hmm. And what would be healthy for society and for the world is for these group of virologists and uh, scientists and doctors to, re I would love to see a debate. Like we, you know what, we have like presidential debates and things like that. I don't understand why we can't have a debate where both science, comes to the table and we have these group of you know elite professionals if you will debate their hypothesis you know i think that the public we have a right to to, to know what's going on and yeah. i think that when you have someone who wants to go against the narrative especially if it's um going to create um some problems with the pharmaceutical companies um, they get censored and they get shunned. And, you know, even people who are coming out and, um, you know, like on Facebook, for instance, right? They have the profile, um, I got vaccinated um, profile ring around their picture. And I know Facebook harasses me all the time, just like probably everybody else. Did you get vaccinated? Hey, you want this? Hey, put this on so you can encourage your friends to go, you know, go get that jab. And, um, but, you know, it's just, I don't even know where I was going with this just now. I just kind of lost my train of thought, but. 
Um, you were, well, you were, you were it, making a suggestion that it would be awesome if there could be a, a debate uh, about yeah. Yeah, exactly. the components, the good and bad of, of getting vaccinated. And, and, and I think Angela, right now what we're seeing and, and it's, it, I don't foresee it turning around yet. It could take another nine or 10 years, but what we've seen, what we've witnessed, what we've just experienced in our country is that uh, both sides have their information and a lot of it's similar. A lot of it, the stuff that comes out of both sides mouths sounds so similar. Mm -hmm. And yet they, there is because of the fear that underlies everything instead of the love, right? Instead of kindness and compassion, the fear then creates this duality right. uh, of us versus them. And this is all, I, I talk about this often, this is all old patriarchy that is no longer valid. It, it just, it, and, and, and in, it, it might have to get worse before it gets better, right? You know, like when you get it, when you get a, a an infection that you're not taking care of, you know, and it gets all yep. pussy, you got to let the pus out, wash the wound. You got to you got to take care of it. But yeah. so hopefully that's what we're doing right now. And um, because both sides are having similar languaging, at least it sounds similar to me, you know, I mean, before, uh, before when, uh, last year when people were saying, you know, you don't have to wear a mask and don't for, you know, social distancing isn't doing anything. Mm -hmm. We need to get herd immunity, right? That was one side. Right. And then all of a sudden another side says, oh no, you have to wear the mask and you have to get vaccinated to have herd immunity. I'm like, wait, well, I don't understand there, you know, it's so, so catchphrases and, and again, uh, like you were talking about the news, um, when you, when you watch, and I'm like you, Angela, I had to stop, had yeah. to stop because all the news carriers, whichever side of the aisle they're on, pick up the same verbiage. Mm -hmm. and then turn it around. So you're constantly being, and I'm a very uh, power of suggestion person, right? I, I get hit with subliminal messages and all of a sudden I'm doing stuff that I'm like, why am I so afraid? Oh, I heard that thing and then it downloaded. So uh, so it would be lovely if, if there could be a debate and a conversation, but I don't know that the, the people that could do that are going to be able to hold their center, right? And, and I'm mm -hmm. talking about uh, alignment with truth, alignment with integrity, alignment with, and I'm not talking facts, but it, 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 it's very hard right now for anyone to hold their center and, and stand in their truth. That's why what you're doing, Angela, is so spectacular. Yeah. You're advocating for your, your children and others, other people's children. Right. And, 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 and I remember what I was going to say too. I was going to, about the whole Facebook thing was that, you know, there are a lot of people and um, who were coming out and they were talking about their experiences with childhood vaccines. 
Um, I know that there was, there was a boxer who came out and um, he actually, um, he and his wife lost their little boy to a childhood vaccine. And, you know, as soon as he started talking about that, he got censored. And this is what happened to them. This is their experience. And same thing that's happening with COVID, you know, now people, you know, they want to, Facebook allows them to post if they're getting vaccinated or getting the jab rather, um, they allow them to post that. But as soon as they have a reaction to it and they want to post about their experience, um, Facebook says, um, yeah, no, we're not going to let you do that. And that's what's happened with childhood vaccines too, when parents have had, you know, similar situations happen to them and their families. I remember when I went to Albany to fight against the HPV bill, I took my daughter with me and um, I met just so many amazing people there. And, you know, I just kind of felt right at home because there's, I don't really have too many friends that don't vaccinate. Mm -hmm. um, but some of the people that I met there, I mean, it was heartbreaking. And, and I met this one mother and she was holding up a sign, but she lost her daughter to the HPV vaccine. You know, I think her daughter was 12 years old and she got the, the HPV vaccine and she started to seize right there in the doctor's office. Oh my God. Passed away. And oh like, my God. These are the things that need to be talked about so that people can make informed decisions. And, you know, you look at the dosage, you know, the same amount that they give an adult, they give to a baby, which I, it blows my mind. It, it makes no sense to me. No, it doesn't. I mean, a lot of what's happening and that's been happening for, for many, many years, it's criminal. I mean, it's absolutely criminal. And then, you know, what were you talking about earlier too with the, the coercion, um, you know, with the, the lottery, you know, if you get the jab, we're going to enter you in to um, win $5 million here in New York. And, um, but they talk, you're talking about herd immunity. So anyone who gets the jab will be entered to win. You have to have your second jab. So anyone who gets, you know, get your second jab, you'll be entered to win, you know, this. Oh, and you'll get donuts too. And you'll get all these, like all this other crappy stuff. Holy moly. But, you know, what they're not saying is that if, what about the people who already had COVID? What about, you know, they actually have higher immunity than those who just are vaccine induced. Right. That, you know, so are we just going to forget about those people? Like, why aren't they going to be entered to win any money? They, they, they were actually infected with the actual... And I don't even want to, we all know that it's a man-made virus, right? We already know about the lab leak and everything else. Um, and now Fauci emails, you know, they have already came out as well. So, you know, it's, I don't understand why he's not in jail. I'm thinking out loud, you know, right now, but I'm sure a lot of people are thinking the same thing. Um, but he's, um, but anyway, I mean, yeah, that's, so that's, I think that, uh, topic. I think that the th this is where what we were, I was just saying earlier. <clears throat> Hold on. So uh, one more thing I wanted to, to bring up, Angela, is I just found out today, this morning, when I was talking to somebody that I was going to be interviewing you, and she said, this is the woman whose daughter got sick after she got a, vaccine, a vaccination, um, <clears throat> that there is a website 
I'll put it in the show notes where you can go. If you've had, are you familiar with this website? Which website are you talking about? Uh, it's a government website. You can, or not government, but you can go in. If, if you've, if your children or you have had any adverse reactions to any vaccines, not oh, just so no bears. Yes. Bears. Dot, yeah. Bears.com or bears.gov. I'm sorry. It's bears.gov. It's V A E R S.gov. V-A-R-S.gov. And anyone, like you said, anyone can, not just doctors, because I used to just think too, that it was only doctors who would go in there and report um, adverse uh, reactions to vaccines, but anyone can go in there and do it. Um, so yeah. I, and it I, sounds like it's a good source for research as well to see you, you, but what, the, what happens. We only have, there's only about 1% of um, adverse reactions that get reported. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and now they're saying like one to 10%. Um, so yeah, so when you're looking at the numbers, um, you're, you're gonna have to, um, you know, almost, you know, fluctuate the numbers a little bit to, because you gotta think that there, if there's only 1% that's, that's only being reported and you can even bump it up to 10%. So let's just say 10% is only being reported then mathematically, um, you're going to have to adjust the numbers a little bit to get accurate numbers. Yeah. And I can totally understand why people wouldn't, you know, if, if you're the one that's having the adverse re- reaction, you might think you're the only one, you know, it's not out there for people though, you know, like nobody knows about it. Nobody knows that they can report, um, adverse reactions themselves because, just the information is just not being accessible for people to, to mm-hmm. get They're making it mm-hmm. like really hard, mm-hmm. you know, just like with the, 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 um, the ingredients in vaccines. I mean, you can go to the CDC website, but you have to be, you have to know how to, um, navigate the CDC website and same with the VAERS.com. You have to know how to navigate VAERS because it can be very daunting. And I would also recommend if anyone's going to go on VAERS to use a desktop computer or a laptop, it's really hard to navigate on a smartphone. Oh, good idea. That's a really good idea. And if anyone's um, in need of like religious exemptions for COVID or for any, um, and I know like there's five states right now because New York was the fifth state to remove religious exemption. However, we got to remember that back in 2019, when this happened to my son, my daughter was going to college the same year. So this rule or this law did not apply to her because she was going to college and that rule does not apply to colleges. And a lot of people think that when they go to college that they have to be vaccinated because that's what they're told. The school nurse, sometimes the school nurse doesn't know. Sometimes, you know, anyone that you're talking to on the other end of that phone, they don't know. They just go along with what they're told and they're just, you know, repeating right, right. what they were told. They don't check the information. They don't research the information. But um, there are religious exemptions. There are exemptions that you can use. Even if you're in the military, you don't have to be vaccinated just because you go to the military. A lot of people think that you do. Um, but if you go to mykidsmychoice.com, that's another great website, mykidsmychoice.com. And I also have um, some another amazing resource. If you go to my Facebook page, and anyone can find me on Facebook at Angela Pearson, just look me up, and you know you'll see my picture there. Um, but I offer a lot of um, great resources. So if you forget my kids, my choice, I have that there. 
Um, theirs is one of them. And I also have, um, you know, like ingredients and then also medical freedom guide medicalfreedomguide.com is another great resource. And there you're going to find um, information from, um, you know, childhood vaccines to, to, to what's happening with the COVID um, injections. Um, you'll, you'll see um, like adversary um, re reactions. You'll, you'll, you'll see that people are coming out um, with their experiences with, with, with both of these, these issues. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So Angela, thank you for joining me today. The book is called I Am Not Contagious. And Angela, tell everybody you're, you're, you're giving the book away right I now. I am. I am. So yeah, for your listeners, I am actually giving the book away for free. I'm just asking for help with the shipping and the handling. And um, I make no money off of it. So every child can get this book, get a copy of this book for free. Um, and what I've also included, and I, you can get my book on Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, um, Target, Walmart. But the issue is that when you purchase the book there, you're not going to get free access to a Freedom Warrior training. And you're not going to get access to a workbook. So if you go on to AngelaPearson.com forward slash book and, and purchase the, and, and get this book for free, right? You just pay for shipping and handling. You're going to get free access to a Freedom Warrior training video. You're also gonna get um, a Crusaders Tactics workbook, okay? Because this is gonna go along with the, the, um, the crossword puzzle that I created for the back of the book to give you an introductory to um, your, human, your basic human rights that's not taught in the school system. So it's really great for kids to learn this. And um, also you're going to get um, behind the scenes video of how Grayson made an audio for the book. So this was, I actually made this a part of our homeschool curriculum for him. Oh, fabulous. And um, because I mean, what else, you know, you know, he helped me write the book. Um, he wanted to make an audio for the book. So yeah, you're going to get all of this for free. Um, but you can only get that here. If you go to the website, AngelaPearson.com forward slash book. Awesome. Angela, thank you so much again for joining me and for having the conversation. And it's a powerful conversation. And, uh, and I really appreciate all the work that you've been doing on behalf of everyone, really. Thank you, thank Susan. You so much. Yeah. So I'm just going to end with, and so it is, namaste. Well, that wraps up our empowering chat today. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go to susanburrell.com. You can see all the information about my new book, Live an Empowered Life, a 30-Day Journey. You can also access guided meditations that I have on Insight Timer through the website. And just see what else is out there on my site that you might find empowering and exciting to experience. You can also contact me through the website at susan at susanborell.com. So that's it for today. See you next time.